the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money and Patty Cohn of Compass Realty. Mark Honf is off today. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during the show. That certificate is not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Got to check them out. Uh, today's trivia theme is entertainment. And, uh, Patty, we're going to get right into an email that we received because it's right up your alley. Uh, today is Saturday, the day before Super Bowl. And uh, here's the question. Do you believe in waiting until after the Super Bowl to list a house? And I think basically where I think it's coming from is the fact that, you know, when you look into uh, the typical open house paper, Sunday paper from the days before, it's like there's hardly anything listing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is my favorite question because I have been saying for years, and I've been doing this 32 years, the best month is January. Like, I don't even know where that Super Bowl thing came from, but there's so much in our culture where we don't know where it started, but it doesn't right. make sense. Well, yeah. it, I think the idea is uh, Hubby is not going to do look at open houses on Sunday because he wants to watch the Super Bowl. Yeah. Of course, in that case, though, I would if, if that's the situation, I would say, Okay, wife, go out, do all your research, and then when you find something, let me know, and we'll go see it the next week. That's generally how it happens. Okay. Anyway, so again, I don't know where it came from, right. but yeah, that is a lot. A lot of times, how it happens, and you know, and they're scoping things out and all that. But you know what? I can tell you something. I sold five listings this year. And when you say this year, I mean January. This is January. <laughs> yeah, that's wow. amazing. And let's see. Wait, one, two. That's like one per Three week. Three of them were on last year and did not sell. Wow. What? Yeah, what cost? Why do you think they sold? Uh, there, there is a dramatic... Okay, first of all, I've never seen a fourth quarter so rough, even though, uh, yeah, 2008, whatever. But I've never seen a more quiet holiday season because I think we're all, as a culture, so done with 2019 oh, and gotcha, so yeah. sick of it all. And, and the holidays were on a Wednesday, so it was just dead. And so now people are out fresh. They're swinging. It's like people are really refreshed this year. And I've got some Hmm. statistics on uh, national surveys and what people are thinking in the new year. It's really a a new ball game. And so what happens anyway during January and February is the buyers come out before the sellers. Because sellers think, oh, no, 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 I'm not going to do that. It might be raining and I look pretty in the spring and all that. Uh But it's a level playing field. So Mm -hmm. why do you want to go out with everybody else that looks pretty, but they're competing against each other versus everybody else that's flowers aren't bloomed, but 
buyers are ready. Buyers come out first, mm-hmm. and they're just fresh and new, and they're looking for fresh and new inventory, and they get fearful because there's nothing there, but, so but, they but just you know jump. How, how it is? Oh, it's like it's like you know, if I show my house during a rainy time, I'm going to get a hundred thousand dollars less than if if I showed it during a beautiful time. I mean, Not really. No, no. But I mean, yeah, that, I that's the mentality of mm-hmm. it. Though. Well, I mean, I just listed something that was on the market last year in the summer with another agent. It was two two. They finally went down to like one nine fifty. I listed it for one eight nine five. Got an offer for two million huh. because I said the seller's not taking less. We're closing next Friday. Good for so, you. You know what? That's interesting. Good for so them. How yeah. did you uh, compel the seller to list it at a lower price than what they had listed it for in the summer? Because yeah. you know, going from two 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 to one nine, nine was it one nine fifty. So the, yeah, it was last at one nine fifty. Okay. Okay. And so it was kind of like you know, and and. It's just a lot of its expectation and what's going on. So last year in the fourth quarter, it was dismal. It mm-hmm. really yeah. was rough. But, but so you 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 told them to, to list it at a million eight ninety five, mm-hmm. but you told the buyer yeah. that they, I guess they're expecting either multiple offers or they're really they're putting it at one eight nine five to get to interest, create, yeah. create interest. But they they are not going to take less than two million. Right, and wow. so here's the thing: it's an off market. It hadn't hit the market yet. So it was like, we're putting it on oh, January gotcha. 25th, okay. yeah. and we think that it's going to get exposed to the market and get a lot of bids. Mm-hmm. Last time it was on the market four years ago, or, or excuse okay. me, two and a half years ago, they got 14 offers. Wow. Oh. That must be a very nice property. Uh, but look what happened last the yeah. last half of the year. Yeah. Anyway, so then it was like, seller's not taking less than two. Here's your chance not to compete with other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Boom! Did it? Wow! Nice. See now that there, that's a, a that story in itself is a very good reason why you should hire a very good realtor, because the the average seller probably well, I'm asking one eight nine five, and yeah. you know, but I'll probably take one eight or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, you got them. Uh, you definitely earned your keep on that. Uh, uh, before we uh, cut to break. How do people get a hold of you? Because th- th- yeah. that's a great story that people want to hear more of. Yeah, I mean, the long and short of it is, I just told them they had to. So. Yeah. My name is Patty Cohn, C-O-H-N. I'm with Compass. Uh, my number is 415-722-4842, bestmarinagent.com. All right. We want to make a, a quick mention here for the San Francisco. Well, actually, it's technically it's Pacifica, but it's near the airport. Uh, the Holiday Inn Express and Suites in Pacifica puts you just outside of San Francisco for convenient access, but also puts you just steps away from Rockaway Beach. You guys the ever been there? Right it's there. beautiful. Right there at the Pacific Ocean. Whether you're traveling to San Francisco with your family or a romantic getaway, check out the Holiday Inn Express Hotel and Suites in Pacifica. I've gone to the website. It actually looks very, very nice. Mm. Uh, www.hi, which stands for Holiday Inn, expresspacifica.com. Or call 650-355-5000. All right, here's our first entertainment uh, trivia question. Now, you have to know the show Big Bang Theory for this one. Uh, oh. yeah. What U.S. Dark. state is Sheldon? <laughs> and if you know the show, he's most, the most annoying one. He's kind of the star he's of the so show. Annoying. Okay, what U.S. <laughs> state is Sheldon from on the TV show? Hmm. Okay. Uh, Call 888-912-1190. The first caller with the correct answer is going to win that uh, tanning certificate. Stay with us. You are listening to The Best of Investing. We're going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The Best of Investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. 
Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the best of investing. Edward Brown here along with Nam Fon and Patty Cohen. First trivia question was, we're talking entertainment. What U.S. state is Sheldon from the TV show The Big Bang Theory on? Was it Nebraska? From, uh, no, but you're kind of getting close. Texas. Oh, Texas. 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 Yeah. Okay, make quick mention here. Have you guys had Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael? So good. It is mm-hmm. so good, yeah. yeah. And Patty, get right up to the mic because we want to hear your lovely voice. Okay. Um, so they uh, check them out in San Rafael, Mountain Mike's Pizza. Excellent pizza. Okay, so uh, Patty, why don't you continue on? Well, you know, here at Best of Investing, we always are looking at trends. And when you can really understand trends, you start to figure out what's going on and where to put your money. So a couple of um, facts kind of struck me this week, and I thought, for example, we all know that the baby boomers are not, are, excuse me, the millennials are not jumping into real estate. And like mm-hmm. one of the reasons why I think it's just a share economy, but one of the reasons for that is that they just don't have the money yeah. And kind of these okay boomers took it. So, okay boomers. <laughs> how, how, yeah. I didn't take it, I promise. Um, how much of it has to do with them seeing their parents go through the, the Great Recession? Yes, I think so, too. That's a lot of it. and Because okay. we never yeah. did. Yeah. 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 Well, so you were saying earlier um, with the average age that I think boomers purchase their homes, right? Or, or yeah. Or you about to touch on so, that? So, for example, in yeah. 1990... Uh, baby boomers at the age of 35 own nearly 33% of the real estate in the country That's by the age of 35. Amazing. Wow. Now, today, at the eight, medium age of 31, the millennials just own 4%. That's significant. That's amazing. Now, wow. how many boomers are going to be transferring those assets to the kids? Yeah, maybe that's what they're waiting for, the death of the boomers. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, I was going to say, my daughter already picked out my wheelchair and my retirement home. Yes, exactly. And, but you know when I got really nervous is when she took a tape measure out and measured me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Jeez. My daughter loves me. Yes, yes, yes. So, you know, that's interesting that you talk about that, though, because I think um, millennials are saddled with more debt at this age oh, than yeah. boomers were. But also, well, school debt. You're could right, it yeah. be that, um, you know, also millennials have um, probably a longer lifespan at this point than at this age than their you know, that boomers had at that age. Exactly. So what, maybe 10, 15 you mean more they're, years? And they're thinking, oh, I'm going to live a long time, so I've got time to mm, wait to maybe, buy Maybe a house? not, but, I mean, they have a longer, you know, longer you lifespan. Know, you know so. what we need to do is get a, a, a millennial on here and ask him. Yeah, or I know. We, we should I mean, get somebody on there yeah. like that. It's like we talk about them, and they're like they're a different breed <laughs> from another planet. I know, <laughs> but do you know what, though? We have to talk really slow. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'll set no. a trap no. out in no. San Francisco, and we'll, I'm sure we'll be able to catch it. <laughs> <laughs> actually, you know what's funny? My wife and I have talked about this, how we, we actually can really appreciate uh, what the boomers, or boom, excuse me, what the millennials have done in San Francisco from the standpoint of making it a more vibrant city. Hmm. You know, I know there's still the homelessness and all that kind of stuff and the drug use and all that. But if you go downtown, it's just more alive. Yeah. They, they, and, you know, the, the buildings are looking nicer and all hmm. that. So they've, they've brought a, a new life to the city. So they that, really that we didn't. That we didn't. So no. I, I really and do appreciate that. And we want it to be in the suburbs. Yeah. 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 And I mean, because, for example, I also just read that the average age for boomers um, to get married now is 28 for women and 30 for men. 
our generation was 23 and 24. I mean, yeah. for millennials, it's 28. Oh, excuse yeah. me. Okay. Millennials. Yeah. So oh, well, yeah. The, at the age that uh, boomers were buying homes or entering the marketplace, they're in that nesting mode of their life. Yeah. Right? So millennials, yeah. you know, that just just because they're they're getting married later and probably in that nesting phase of their life later as well. So yeah. yeah, that's true. I think it'll catch up. It'll catch up. But, um, yeah. you know, one of the stat you're talking about boomers, um, we did a, an analysis or we got data on how many boomers um, in California have been in their homes for 15 to 30 years and, and have is accumulated that, a lot of Is that the 350,000 number? Yeah, yeah. I was, that was the, my trivia oh, question. Oh, sorry. Every, I still remember that. Every from time it's twice now. You've stolen my thunder. <laughs> <laughs> but it, oh, that was thunderous. Yeah. Sorry about <laughs> that. It was something like well, 352. So you're wrong. Oh, I was wrong. I way off. <laughs> and, and it was in like 11 counties in California that have been in their homes and have a ton of equity. Mm-hmm. Those, they're going to either, they may pass their homes down to their children or maybe their kids are living in the homes with them and yeah. they're expanding the footprint but that's a lot of properties that have also probably not been improved right for quite a long time and and we should see those start hitting the market yeah watch watch california go years. you know what we, we 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 can get a big surplus by just let's just invent a new rule it just says anybody who dies you know 90 percent of the house proceeds just go to the state <laughs> yeah, you know, there may be some politicians listening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't even start. I didn't, yeah. I didn't say that. I EB totally... bill number yeah. one. <laughs> Great. Yeah. I mean, the top five states where people are exiting is one of them is California. Yeah. People are leaving. But one of the fastest growing cities for millennials to buy into, it's number five in the U.S., is um, Bakersfield. Bakersfield. That's I know. Well, oh. <laughs> no offense to our friends in Bakersfield. Yeah, no offense. <laughs> who we speak very slowly. To. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but uh, I, I guess it's just really dirt cheap there, right? Yeah. yeah. But I think you're going to see that dynamic of millennials entering the housing market. It's going to naturally increase as they're yeah. getting older, well, but part of it's going to be because they're waiting longer to start their families. But in too, the, quote, so. you know, greater Bay area, didn't they move to Tracy and Lodi and other places where they commute? You know, yeah, yeah because so, of telecommuting yeah. and all that. Yeah. And I mean, the question then, like you're saying, is where do they go? What are they doing? Mm-hmm. And I also read that an additional additional 371,000 rental units are going to hit the market in 2020. So is that a lot or not? That's a 50% increase of new units completed in t- versus 2019. Um, well. And so, you know, affordability crisis. But guess what? They're luxury units, so oh, it's not helping, but, gotcha. it, but, but maybe it's helping millennials. Yeah. All right. Uh, second trivia question, very quickly. It's a very easy one. I figured I'd have to give you an easy one here. Who directed the 1973 movie American Graffiti? Call 888-912-1190. First caller with the correct answer is going to win that tanning certificate. Also want to make a quick mention here for the Alcatraz Cruises. Buy one, get one free uh, promotion, although Alcatraz uh, tours, cruise tours, excuse me, often sell out during the year. Uh, you can uh, go visit them right now. AlcatrazCruises.com slash B-O-G-O. Um, or you can call 415-981-7625 or purchase tickets at the ticket booth located at Pier 33 Alcatraz Landing. Stay with us. The Best of Investing is going to be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing one more time. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Patty Cohen and Nam Fon. Uh, second trivia question was, who directed the 1973 movie American Graffiti? 
George Lucas. George Lucas. Oh, George Lucas. Okay, of course. There you go. Yeah, there you go. I could think uh, of his name. Now, Patty, <laughs> you wanted to uh, uh, mention something about the rental market and, and the expense. Well, yeah, we were thinking about what's going on. In, in, in There's an affordability crisis. And so wonderful that there's 50% more rental units coming on the market around the country this year than 2019. There's 371,000, but 80% of them are luxury units. 80%? Oh. Wow. 80%. And now, th- I, That's so, not Airbnb type, though. Right, because no. you're talking long-term rental. These wow, are, these are apartments, and so oh, okay, Got you know it. what I mean. So this could be um, aging baby boom, uh, baby boomers that yeah. don't—they're just tired of owning and they're out. These could be, you know, prosperous millennials or prosperous anybody really. Mm-hmm. But we have an affordability crisis. So can they afford? Who, who's? Yeah. Where are the police, firemen, workers, waiters? Yeah. You know, right. where are the people going to live? Yeah, and soon we're going to start calling them aging millennials. Yeah, because <laughs> we're right. all getting older. That's there, right. sport. Yeah, so, you know that's funny that uh, you mentioned that uh, the rental market is more on the higher end right now. But the outflow uh, or the migration out of California is are the lower wage earners. So maybe the higher rental um, marketplace is still going to be vibrant in in the Bay Area or in California, just because uh-huh. those are the only people who can afford. And maybe that's their. The builders are, are are anticipating that, or as are the landlords. Yeah. Um, we were Mark and I, Mark Hoff and I, were at a an event last week, where Chris Thornburg, who um, is an economist in California, he's a professor, I think, at Riverside. Um, he gives his prognostications every year at this event, and really, he he does it for the next two years, because uh, beyond that, it's really hard to to uh, predict. But um, one of the things he mentioned was the outflow, uh, you know, the the net reduction of the California population because more people are leaving than moving in. But the people who are moving in are people who can't afford to move in because of the oh. jobs. Yeah. Mm. At the same time, you know, people, are, uh, economists or the news is pointing out that um, vacancy rates, commercial vacancy rates are on the rise. But it was really interesting to see this report because when you unpack it, when he unpacks it, he yeah. said, yes, vacancy rates – in commercial spaces on the rise, but if you look at the type of vacancies, it's older buildings hmm. because there's newer buildings being built, and these companies are just, you know, for giving up their leases on these old spaces. They're going into the newer spaces to attract more high tech employees or higher end employees. So they have to compete against other gotcha. companies, leaving these sort of um, older buildings yeah. vacant. And they're not vacant because companies don't want to move in. They're vacant because companies don't have the labor force to hire. Really, so there's under there's vast underemployment in wow. the you know sort of the higher end sector, and uh, this is the first time in a long time where the percentage of jobs available jobs is higher than the unemployment rate. Wow! So his overall uh, you know analysis Wait, of say, the, say that again the higher the the rate the percentage of people that are needed. Uh, in the workforce is actually higher than the unemployment rate, but there's a mismatch in job, right? Wow. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. it could be the unemployment rate is for a certain type of worker. Yeah. Um, but the the need for that labor, maybe skilled labor or tech labor or whatever, is yeah. is greater. Yeah. So his Makes overall I, um, analysis is over the next two years, it's it's really a st- um, strong economy. Um, growth is going to continue in the economy. Interest rates will be low. Yeah. Um, and is overall, he was he was bullish. And he said, you have to look past the headlines. You know, political yeah. issues aside, 
really the underlying uh, factor, uh, the underlying fundamentals of the economy are there. Mm-hmm. And you're saying people want to get out of 2019 or is done, yeah. just done with it. His term that he, that he coined last year was miserableism uh-huh. in, 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 the, in the press. And he was saying, you know what, miserableism warping our sense of reality continues to yes. drive uh, the maybe consumer sentiment. Yeah. But fundamentally, if you look at below that, the economy, the labor market, everything's strong. Yeah. So he was optimistic, and for him to to say that is uh, makes us feel pretty confident. Except for the except for the need for a radio show host. Yeah. <laughs> I, I can't see any ads for that. But, but I'm very happy here at the best of investing. <laughs> Just kidding around. Yeah. Oh, come on. You know, I, wonder, here. <laughs> I wonder about um, immigration policies as they relate oh, to yeah. getting tech workers, because you mm. know India, right. you know blah yeah. blah blah. Trump, you know, if you're not from Finland, you're not going to get in. Yeah, that'll be uh, interesting to see if they <laughs> do anything about that. But uh, Finland, Finland, oh, you, you got the you got to like those Finnish They're people. Very white. Yes, <laughs> gotcha. Uh, hey, Nam, uh, let's see here. We've got a couple of minutes before the break. Uh, I'm going to jump right into the email we received for you. Yep. Uh, it says, "If I want to redeem from your fund, how quickly can I get my money back?" So you have to give some back. Sure. Yeah. So that's a question that an investor in the Pacific Private Money Fund or a prospective investor would ask um, about, uh, in terms of being able to liquidate their position with our with our fund. So the Pacific Private Money Fund is a mortgage pool fund that uh, we've had now for six and a half, coming up on seven years in June. Mm-hmm. It's now at around fifty one, fifty two million, and essentially it's a it's a fund or debt fund made up of loans uh, to borrowers primarily on California uh, real estate, um, the capital for those loans come from individual investors. And uh, they invest in the fund and where, you know, we're charging borrowers somewhere in the 9% range or 9.5, our investors are earning somewhere around 7.5, return. And so the question is, you know, if, if I'm invested in the fund, uh, let's say 50000 and at some point I'd like to take it out, uh, what is that process and how long does it take? Well, First of all, um, there's a hold period. So when you first invest in the fund, uh, we ask that you stay in for, for a minimum of 12 months. After that, you can make a request on a uh, first-come, first-served basis. So you can call us or email us and letting us know that you wish to make a redemption and uh, indicate how much. And the time period for making that redemption is depends on liquidity. Um, having the actual cash in the fund at that time to, to be able to make that redemption. And liquidity is driven on just whether or not a loan has just paid off, then we haven't redeployed that uh, that capital into another loan. Or if another investor has recently added to the position that and those funds haven't been, de- been deployed yet, or if we recently sold a loan out of the fund, yeah. which we do, which also would create liquidity. All those things uh, coming together will determine how quickly we could redeem an amount, but just to give you a range, yeah, yeah, you know, it's anywhere from two to six weeks generally. But mm-hmm. uh, on average, uh, well, I'd say not even average, but probably ninety percent of the time we redeem within within thirty days. Um, but sometimes we'll wait. Sometimes we'll tell ask an investor. You know, you've made this request on the tenth of January. If you wait until February first, then you get all January's earnings. Because you've told didn't. me that, yep. yeah, it helped. It was yeah. very nice. It was very helpful. So, all right. Uh, how do people get hold of you? Yeah, they can call us at 415-883-2150 or go online at uh, www.pacificprivatemoney.com. All right, we're going to cut to another commercial break here. What Sofia Coppola movie is set in Tokyo? 
I love that movie. Call 888-912-1190. Be the first caller with correct answer. You're going to win the tanning certificate. Stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. We're going to be right back. Don't touch that dial. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The Best of Investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the best of investing. Edward Brown here, along with Nam Fon and Patty Cohen. Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money, Patty Cohen of Compass Realty. Talking real estate today. Uh, but uh, here's our third trivia question What Sofia Coppola movie is set in Tokyo? Do you want to take a crack at it? Well, I don't know who started it, but uh, I can't remember the name. Lost, of it. In, Lost translation. in Translation. Lost in Translation. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, I, who amongst the audience liked this movie? We debated this during the break. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's funny. I picked a movie that I didn't like. Isn't that yeah. funny? American yeah. Graffiti I liked. That was you, sir, in the yellow shirt. What was your answer? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're doing this live. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Patty, you got a couple more stats to share with us. Well, yeah, it's kind of interesting, like trying to figure out what's going on in the spring market, what's going on in real estate. And, of course, the Bay Area is so different. But um, it's a really strong market. I really think... Like right now, it's better than I have seen in a long time. And I think most of it's just lack of inventory, fresh start to the new year. Right. But my personal opinion is we're in a neutral market. We're not in a seller's. We're not in a buyer's. Mm-hmm. But And that's going to be 2020. Yeah. Are you seeing multiple? I mean, you have that one issue, but I mean, uh, or the one house. But are you seeing multiple yes. offers? St- oh, yes. Still. Because, because oh. there's nothing. But at the same time, I mean, we're also seeing things sit. But right at this moment. We're getting a lot of multiple offers. Mm. Last year, we had a lot of things that sat, and you know, you'd get like ten percent off the value of it. You know, wow. Uh, okay. And and then at the same time, we had still multiple offers. But mm. I really feel like, you know, after twenty twenty, where it's going to be more of a buyer's market, but mm-hmm. not crazy buyer's market. Your typical Bay Area, where you know you have five to seven years of rapid appreciation, then we uh. kind of adjust and become a neutral market, and then we have five to seven years of. What what's a buyer's market for the Bay Area is not like the rest of the country. It's more like, you know, you don't get your terms. You might have like not, fifteen not, homes not, for sale and, and for an escrow. So so trying to put an offer with three contingencies doesn't work. I got to sell this right. one house, this house, and this one. <laughs> yes. to buy not going to work. Yeah, and unfortunately, that never works in any market. No. Yeah. And you know, um, at the um, event we went to last year, Chris Thornburg said, you know, housing starts in California are still really really low. So that's keeping. You know, be the, the cost stock. of housing, you know, or it, the yeah. cost of building permits and all that, and the yeah. cost of land, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's why uh, demand is still, you know, going to be strong just because of the supply of available housing. Exactly. So yep. it'll be interesting. But yeah, I agree. Um, and we're seeing that too. I think 2020 is going to be a lot like last year, and um, which for us was a great year. And, and rates did not go up. I think they, Fed yeah. just met recently and said they're going to keep them steady. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Rates are still yeah. going to be low. So yeah, people. Um, you're sitting on the sidelines waiting to buy thinking that it's going to go down i yeah. don't think uh yeah well uh, in election year they keep the rates really flat yeah. because that's that's political you don't want to you don't want to stir it up yeah exactly and then yeah. also this whole coronavirus thing you know who knows what that's going to do yeah, yeah. uh Nam, uh, share a deal with the week uh, of the week with us because uh again we didn't get a, a chance enough to say what you do yeah so uh, yeah so deal of the week uh, a deal for us is a loan we're pacific private money we make uh Loans on res- primarily residential real estate, but some uh, other types of real estate as well uh, throughout California, predominantly California. And so the deal of the week this week was um, 
a borrower came to us. They were they bought a property from a bank. It was uh, noticed a default, and they got it uh, last year for three hundred and fifty thousand. I still don't know the full details of, huh. at the time, but it was worth over a million. They got it for three hundred and fifty thousand. Hmm. Wow! So okay. they were uh, they're coming to us to do some work to get some cash out. Um, they it now appraised for about one point six. So they're huh. pulling the cash out to do some work and then put it back on the market. Wow. It's a duplex in Southern California. They're not coming in with any down. This is strictly an equity play for us. Wow. Um, and would this be a loan that we would put in the fund, the Pacific Private Money Fund? Probably not because we, you know, we look at the strength of the property, the asset, and how yeah. much loan-to-value protective equity there is. But oftentimes we also look at the borrower. Like mm-hmm. what is their ability to, to make these payments? In this case, it's business purpose. It's an investment property. But um, but we will certainly, and as will our individual trustee investors, uh, look at loans where the borrower is coming in with nothing. It's strictly, you know, high protective equity. Yeah, what's the LTV on this one? You know, 350. So let's see. I think they're borrowing uh, about 600 or so, so a million against uh, uh, one six. Oh, okay. So, so that's pretty, pretty yeah. conservative. Yeah. So right. we'll probably put that one on private money loans. And okay. I'm sure it'll get snapped up, especially if it's uh, it's down in L.A., so more than likely one of our Southern California investors would look at that. How many people have registered on privatemoneyloans.com? We're close to 400 wow. people registered on it. And now it's starting to pick up. You know, So privatemoneyloans.com, if people want to know, is essentially our marketplace for selling our trustee opportunities. Those are loans where we won't fund in our fund, where Pacific Private Money Fund is a lender, but it's... These are loans that we want to uh, sell to individual investors, uh, whether they take the whole loan or a fraction of the loan. So our average loan these days is about a million dollars. So uh, oftentimes we'll have investors who will invest like 250000 each. Um, and uh, it's a place for, for people to register and, um, you know, they have to be qualified. They have to be a you know, sophisticated investor, but uh, they can participate in trustee opportunities. And, um, you know, we're, we're going to see more and more trustee opportunities on private money loans. And let the audience know you have some events coming up. Yes, uh, our next event. So the events that we've been doing are for um, you know, letting people know about the Pacific Private Money Fund and how they can potentially invest. You know, what, uh, what are the um, you know, opportunities in terms of the return on the investment? Uh, our next event is uh, in Santa Rosa next month, February, actually starting. Um, That's the first time you've had one in uh, the North Bay. Yes. So by popular demand, we listened, We asked our audience, we asked our <laughs> investors and potential investors where we'd like to hold events. And people have been screaming for Sonoma County for a number of years now. So February 27th. They always uh, get left uh, out. I know. Santa Rosa Marriott uh, from 6 to 8 p.m. Well, when you charge a thousand dollars a seat, uh, yeah. no, <laughs> it's a free event. Yeah. It is best, free, best food around too. But yeah. you know, if you register, show up. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. we have people yeah. who who will say, you know what, it didn't cost anything, so maybe we will charge a small amount in the future. Not on this one, but yeah. February twenty seventh, uh, from six to eight p.m. at the Santa Rosa Marriott, and uh, we'll have hors d'oeuvres. We'll have the lovely Edward Brown and there Mark you go. <laughs> speaking <laughs> and do the presentation, and we hope uh, we hope to see everyone who is in Santa Rosa, our investors show up because uh, 
we this will be the first time we've ever done one up yeah because it's not just uh for new investors a lot of times uh existing investors yeah. like to just you know make sure that everything is co you know yeah we have people who listen to the show who yeah. who uh, haven't invested have thought about it mm-hmm. but couldn't make the trek to nevada so yeah. that's why we've been holding them in in many other places but um certainly um if you're anywhere in sonoma county or i even say napa come yeah. by uh, our santa rosa event on the 27th so you can um, register on the website or you can call us at 415-883-2150 and our website is uh, www.pacificprivatemoney.com and also the website for private money loans is um, www.privatemoneyloans.com and that's a free registration to get on on that and then they can kind of sort of look at the inventory and see if they want to buy a loan yeah and actually uh, in a couple weeks we'll have an enhanced version of private money loans out where you'll actually be able to participate in equity uh, investing on some of the projects. That, so so wow. is that where a borrower has come in and said, hey, I'm kind of looking for equity, not just a loan? Yeah. So it could be I'm doing a project hmm. and I want the loan, but I will also um, um, you know, share in the equity when we sell a, this project, so it's a nice. development project. So. Uh, but, you get, but Pacific Private Money will put the deal together yes, so absolutely. that you'll let everyone know exactly, okay, this mm-hmm. is what the equity piece is and all yep. that. Yeah. All right. Very interesting. Um, we already asked our trivia question. So uh, when we come back, we're going to have some closing uh, comments on the best of investing. Stay with us. You're listening to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Last time for today. That, that tells you it's our last segment. Uh, I'm Edward Brown, Thanks. your host, along with Patty Cohen of Compass Realty and Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. Uh, didn't have a trivia question, but uh, you wanted to mention, Patty, something about Warren Buffet. Yeah, Warren Buffet. <laughs> a recent quote, and it, he's sitting on $130 billion in cash. Um, I like this quote, though. Be greedy. When others are fearful, yes. and be fearful when others are greedy. Yeah, so like the last time to get into the stock market is when it's already way high. Yeah, it's when he sells and everyone else is. Yeah, but if exactly. it keeps going up, it's always a, a new high. So should we be greedy right now? Well, see or that's fearful? that's see that's yeah. that's the thing. So you can always look back in hindsight and go, right. "Oh, I should have sold this. You exactly. should have, would have, could have." But you no, you're right because you know when the market hit, uh, uh, you know, twenty one thousand. Or, or broke the 20,000 mark, probably people said, oh, well, that, that's it. You know what? Now yeah. everyone's being greedy. Now it's time to sell. Yeah. But isn't it like 28, 29,000? Yeah. Right? Wow. Now yeah. will it eventually go to 40,000? Uh, maybe. But if it takes 100 years, it's not worth it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah. I just don't have the stomach for that anymore. Yeah. It could also be argued that everybody's always greedy and everybody's always fearful. Good point. <laughs> that, no, that's a very so good point. So how do you point. discern? Yeah. yeah. I suppose when, yeah, it's if you see everyone else. Is being greedy, and that's what he means. If everyone's flocking to the stock market yes. now, run for the hills. Well, right? it'd be interesting to see, you know, is he starting to sell? And then, you know, he's got the same problem every other manager has. If you're sitting on too much cash, yeah, where are you supposed to invest it, mm-hmm. right? And because in theory, he's getting management fees, like, I assume, yeah. like everybody else. And the people are not paying you to sit around right. unless you're telling them, the market's going to go way down. I'm preserving your principal. Yes. But, or but you're yeah. playing the long game with him, right? And you're, yeah. you're, you don't care about a particular year or not or, or yeah. 
quarter. Mm. But but surprisingly, um, I I read in the paper. I cannot uh, uh, confirm nor deny this. All I can do is say what I read in the paper that there was a. Um, and this is actually in California, a, a, some kind of a Ponzi scheme type of thing that had to do with solar panels. And, you know, it's like one of those things where it started off legitimate and then didn't. Uh. And unfortunately, apparently, uh, Warren Buffett, I think his company, Berkshire Hathaway, got caught. as in, And I think he invested $340 million. Again, I cannot confirm this. Yeah. I can do is just say the the paper reported it. Yeah, it's probably correct. It's probably correct. Wow. Because um, they have to list of all the people after the criminal stuff comes out. All right, who <laughs> all the investors would we'll try to give them ten cents on the dollar for lucky. Wow. Uh, but it's kind of surprising that. Well, he invests in companies, right. so right. you know they, they probably were a legitimate company when he invested, and then not so much. Yeah, I mean, but the bottom line is that the the more people are swinging, the more they're going to swing. You know, they're going to he's going to get more. Like I get more rejection than most people because I'm gotcha. swinging more than most there people. There you go. Yep. You know, See, that's a good that's a good attitude. Yeah. You, know, you, you have to have a fairly thick skin yeah. and expect to hear no. Mm-hmm. You know, every so often, mm-hmm. every no gets me closer to yes. Exactly. Right? Is that what they say? <laughs> yes. Exactly. Every cloud has a silver lining. <laughs> exactly. It's darkest before the dawn. Yes. Any other cliches we want to share we here on the best of us? Mine never matter, and if you don't mind, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> In our next show, we will do that the whole all time favorite cliches. Yeah, you and got a uh, bunch of cliches, Edward. I do. I do. <laughs> I um, especially because I uh, we're not ready yet for the um, uh, thoughts for the day, but when we are in about fifteen seconds, you're gonna hear them. And yeah, let's see how many we got here. Uh, I don't know if these are cliches, but they're fun. They're funny. <laughs> so I guess we'll go ahead and share them now. So light travels faster than sound right that is why some people appear bright until you hear them speak (laughs) (laughs) now i I don't make these up i find them on the internet again they've got to be true because they're on the internet (laughs) uh and uh, my prayer for this year is oh god please give me a fat bank account and a slim body yeah uh please don't get confused like last year (laughs) (laughs) i thought that was pretty good that's really good that's a good one Uh okay uh, anything else? We got uh, ten seconds before we have to uh, cut out of here. Um, What's your phone number, Patty? Oh, yeah, Patty Cohn, C O H N four one five seven two two forty eight forty two. And your website? bestmarinagent.com. dot com. And, and you what's got, your number? Yeah, yeah, we got to check Patty out because after that story of hearing how much extra she got that seller, you're going to want to call her. Oh um, yeah. Our phone number is four one five eight eight three twenty one fifty. And our website is www.pacificprivatemoney.com. And with that, tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown. We're wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on the Bay Area's business leader, AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast.